Jade. Dream up extra arms and play advanced bass solo. Change wardrobe fire to cycle through star heart horseshoe. Okay, good idea. You leave the moon in the cycle, though, because you like it. Go explore the golden city. Go and make a new friend. WV. Eat letter and envelope. Will you cut that out? You have company. Look behind you. See over there. Read letter. Dear Mr. Mayor, go here. Give present. Hooray! Oh, please do this. The freedom of your people depends on it. Give present. Hooray! Jade, gracefully fly to the other golden tower. You decide to check on your neighbor. Inspect neighbor's tower. It is very much the same as your own. The only difference is that this one is home to a young boy instead of a young girl. You peer through the window. John is, of course, sound asleep. It looks like he is having troubled dreams as usual. You cannot disturb his slumber, though. He will wake up when he is ready. Speaking of John, you wonder if he got the birthday present you sent him, or for that matter, if you even remembered to send it. Darn, you get so confused sometimes. If only you had some system in place to help you remember things. Your moon is getting very close to Skya. You had better go inside soon. It is never a very good idea to be outside during the eclipse. Maybe you can take the opportunity to log onto your computer and ask John about his present. You just know he will think it is awesome, and it will be a great way to thank him for the wonderful present he got you. John, alchemize in a 1980s time-lapse montage. That would be pretty cool, and would promote the appearance to the audience that a whole lot was getting done in not much time, but it also sounds like kind of a pain in the ass, so you decide to play it straight up this time. Rose has moved the alchemeter back down to the deck while she reworks the building project up there, just as well because it will save you a lot of legwork. Between this thing, the design X, and the lathe, that's a whole lot of scrambling around. Recombine Hammer and Pogo Ride this time, instead of overlapping the two cards that created the Pogo Hammer, you use the two codes to double punch a blank card, producing a different hole pattern. The result is the Hammerhead Pogo Ride. It doesn't look like it's as much fun as the original ride, but to be fair, it's probably a lot safer. Double punching cards creates patterns with more holes, rather than less holes by overlapping cards. This strikes you as a viable method for combining more than two items without whittling down too few holes or too many. Just mix up the overlaps and double punches, and the sky's the limit. Combine ghost shirt and suit. You make the green slime ghost suit. Pretty swanky, but you are not completely satisfied with the wardrobe upgrade yet. Combine ghost suit and wise guy book. You make the wise guy slime suit. This is so much better. It seems there are a lot of secret trickstery gimmicks concealed in the- Oh shit, there go the cards! Combine glasses and PDA. You make serious business goggles. This is a pretty nice hands-free communication solution, and it makes you look way cooler, like one of the kids from Spy Kids or something. God, that was a good movie. Real spies, only smaller. 
Combine Sledgehammer, Telescope, and Sassacre text. You make the telescopic Sassacrusher at a pretty considerable expense. This thing could probably pound an ogre into crude burger. Of course, you have no hope of lifting it whatsoever. Combine Gushers and Blue Ectoplasm. You mix your gushers with some of the blue slime Nana left on the wall to make a box of hellacious blue phlegm aneurysm gushers with ghostly healing properties. These should be convenient, if somewhat unappetizing. Combine fake arm, blue ectoplasm, and PDA. You make the remote ghost gauntlet. It looks like when you put on the spectral computer glove, it lets you control the big slimy ghost hand. The ghost gauntlet appears to have a considerably higher lift capacity than your own puny arms. Combine ghost gauntlet and bathroom mirror. You make a left-handed remote ghost gauntlet to complete the pair. Because you don't see why the hell not. Combine umbrella and straight razor. You make the barber's best friend. It suddenly seems worthwhile to you to go nab the umbrella kind strife specibus that's been lying in the study for a while. Combine gushers and shaving cream. You make a deadly Betty Crocker barbersol bomb. Be careful with that thing, Jesus. Combine ghost dad poster with... Okay, you have a cool idea for something to do with your ghost dad poster, but it looks like you drew shit all over that one too without realizing it. Lousy goddamn stupid subconscious. Anyway, you think you have an idea how to clean it up. Capture log slash punch Heath Ledger Joker figurine. If you can somehow subtract the code of the Joker figurine from the code of the poster, it might work. Luckily, the Joker code only has two holes, making the task very simple. The defaced Cosby poster shares those holes. You determine that the defaced Cosby could only result from a double punching with the Joker, if your theory is correct. This means the original Cosby poster had one of those holes punched, or the other, or neither, making three total possibilities. You try out all three possibilities, yielding one potted plant, one painting of a horse attacking a football player, one clean Cosby poster. Success! Combine Cosby poster with computer. You make the Cosby Top computer. This thing is probably a useless piece of shit, but making it has caused you to feel an alarming sense of satisfaction. Combine Dad's Hat and Problem Sleuth game. You make another ordinary fedora with four pieces of candy corn inside. Combine Hammer and Problem Sleuth game. Whatever this item is, you cannot make it yet. It requires a ludicrous amount of grist, some types of which you have not even encountered. Combine iron and pogo hammer. You make the wrinkle fucker. So much sweet loot. You'd almost think it was simultaneously your birthday and Christmas or something. Of course, you know that is ridiculous and could never conceivably happen. Dave. Strife. Turntech Godhead, TG, began pestering ectobiologist EB. TG. Bro just kicked my ass. That's really all there is to say on the matter. Jade, Pester John. And um, these are the two conversations Jade had with John earlier, um, where she heard the loud explosion and then went to investigate and found a meteor. Uh, so then there's the conversation where um, 
Jade tells John to wake up and asks about his adventure and everything. Jade, update colorful reminders. You take a moment to gather your thoughts after your dream. While you are asleep, it can get very confusing figuring out what is really happening and what isn't, especially during the eclipse when you are exposed to many visions of the past, present, and future through a variety of cloud mirages. It is only after you wake up that you are able to start making sense of it all, and your reminders help you do this. But on reflection, there wasn't much in your dream about the future. You were quite surprised to see your dog in your dream, though. It was the first time the crafty guardian has ever appeared in a dream. You have learned that today is his birthday, just like it is for your other best friend. You have always wondered about this and never had a chance to throw him a party and bake him a cake. Now you can. But if you do, it seems you will need a lot of candles. Beck has never allowed you to enter the mystic ruins for reasons you never understood. You always assumed it was on account of your protection, but your dream has strongly suggested to you that this is where you need to go now. Since your dream bot is secured in this chamber and does not need to be looked after, Beck is taking a nap in the Grand Foyer, as he usually does. Perhaps you can take advantage of this and sneak out of the house another way? Grab your harpoon gun. Oh yes, of course. One of your reminders reminds you that you still have a package to deliver, too. This way you can kill two birds with one harpoon gun. Use harpoon to zipline into the great outdoors. Rose, finish building. Architectural perfection. Dave, mourn the loss of Cal. See you, little dude. If you had any more apple juice, you would pour some out for your homie. You'll have to remember to double-check your closet for more juice. Go get a goddamn new sword. Perhaps you will, but if you do, it looks like you'll have to break it first. Perfectly good strife specibus down the toilet. Thanks, bro. Capture log beta. You try to grab the beta, six, but you forgot your silodex is completely packed. You wonder why you jammed all this useless crap in here in the first place. Maybe you assumed you would weaponize it all during one of your customary hash rap battles with your bro, but in retrospect, that probably would have just been a huge chore and would have made the battle drag on forever. It's like, what, are you made of time? Eject your modus and set it to Scrabble values. You dump all this crap all over the roof. You then set your modus to Scrabble hash function for some reason. This function has always made a little less intuitive to calculate hash values for the items, and therefore more cumbersome to wrap with, but you guess that's kind of moot point now that your bro flew off fuck knows where. His mysterious ways transcend irony once again. Get beta. You get the beta. 3 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1. Now yielding a radically different hash value with the Scrabble function. Which is to say, a radically exactly the same value. Pester Rose. Turntech Godhead, TG, began pestering tentacle therapist, TT. TG. Okay, I got it. I hope you appreciate how much gross spongy proboscis I had to flate to get this game. Hello? What are you doing? Anyway, I'm going downstairs now and installing this thing. Later. You have finally finished your building project. You have done about all you can do for John. You don't think you can provide much assistance against all the ogres this time, but at least now John appears to be armed to the teeth. All there is left to do is wait for Dave. Rose, capture lock and send John code for his present. That would certainly hasten the parcel's delivery, but the gift is not finished yet. 
You have spent months accelerating your knitting skills to be able to make the gift on perfect sentimental appeal. You even incorporated a cherished heirloom you have had as long as you can remember. When he sees your staggering gesture of sentimentality, he will finally understand. He will understand that in the game of facetious sentimental gestures, no one gets the best of Rose Lalonde. Months in the Past Dear Rose Happy Birthday! Thanks for being such a great friend all these years. I know you like to make it out like you're playing it cool and don't care much about the people in your life, but I know deep down you really do. Hell, not even that deep down. It's like, um, like your subconscious is having a wet t-shirt contest and you being all aloof to this totally soggy shirt doing no good at all at hiding nothing. Oh, wait, it looks like two can play this game of cracking all these highfalutin psychology books. Ah, snap. But yeah, I got you this because I think you're really creative and you could make something nice with it if you put your mind to it. And it might help you take your mind off a lot of this serious business you're always absorbed in. You know, all this weirdo pseudo gothy stuff or whatever. Frankly, it's kind of depressing. Anyway, you're the best, bros. Have a rad 13th. I will catch up with you guys soon. God, you're all so old. Ghosty Trickster. John. Answer. Grim Auxiliatrix, G.A., began trolling Tentacle Therapist, T.T. G.A., why is it that when the subject of temporal mechanics is broached, your sparing human intellects instantly assumes the most ingratiating posture of surrender imaginable? Time is not that difficult to understand. It is a utility that a universe may resort to in order to advance a desired degree of complexity, or may not resort to if that is the case. It's all pretty pedestrian. But no. When time travel comes up, you present the face that a man shows when the breeze gradually alerts him to his absence of nether dressings. I don't see how we can properly agitate you all if you continue to insist on failing to understand basic concepts which common infants effortlessly manage to describe via scrawlings in their own puddles of sloppy discharge. T.T. Have we spoken before? G.A. Yes, in the future. T.T., you and your friends never cease to invent ways to strengthen the credibility of your assertions. G.A., oh my, it is your human sarcasm again. I enjoy listening to it, and I wish doing so could serve as my primary form of recreation. There, see, I just did it too, saying the opposite thing to emphasize my contempt. But suddenly I feel more primitive and hate myself a little more. It was like this funny miracle that just happened in my heart. T.T. I would admire the sophistication of you and your fellow future dwellers a little more if you seem to be aware the word human only functions as that sort of adjective in bad science fiction. But I won't be rude and change the subject. There's still a bit of unflagellated straw poking out of your rhetorical effigy over here. G.A. Oh dear. No, we aren't from the future. But we are already in agreement that you don't get it and never will. T.T. I thought you said we spoke in the future. G.A. We did. Your future. For me, it was only a couple minutes ago. T.T. I understand. You exist in some temporal stratum through which you have communication access to various points of my timeline. It's not that complicated. G.A. Yes, that's right. 
Will you try to talk some sense into your idiot friends so that we may proceed to bother them all on more rational terms? T.T. I try to every day with mixed results. But you see, it's not that I don't understand you. It's just that I don't believe you. Because it's nonsense. Albeit persistent and coordinated nonsense. Why would a bunch of temporarily dislocated trolls want to harass a group of friends throughout completely random points in time? G.A. I will admit this campaign of provocation wasn't all that well thought out. Don't tell anyone I said that. T.T. All right. Maybe you should get some trolling tips from us humans. Our sparing intellects are probably better suited to it. G.A. Yeah, maybe. Why don't we be friends? T.T. You want to be my friend? G.A. I think so. I think we're supposed to. You suggested as much earlier. T.T. You mean I did in the future? G.A. Yes, a couple of minutes ago. T.T. Probably because I remembered you mentioning it in this conversation we're having now? G.A. That's likely. T.T. Hmm. Your commitment to this role-playing scenario is intriguing. What choice do I have but to accept? Dear Dave... Happy birthday! I just wanted to take a break from telling you how much your gay butt stinks all the time and say what an awesome friend you are. Seriously, on any other day, I would be downplaying how you aren't really as cool as you think you are, but just between you and me, I think you might actually be that cool. I think you just gotta get out of your bro shadow and spread your wings, dude. So, I got you these. They're totally authentic. They actually touched Ben Stiller's weird, sort of gaunt face at some point. I'm sure you'll dig them because I know you lulled so hard at the movie. Okay, so for real, this is sort of a shitty present, but it is an ironic present because I know you wouldn't have it any other way. Maybe you can wear them ironically sometime. They might even be more ironic than you and your bro's dumb pointy anime shades. Anyway, have a good one, buddy, and stay busy being totally sweet. Go see Trickster. John. Dave. Answer. Adios Torridor. A.T. began trolling Turntech Godhead, T.G. A.T. Hey, first, okay, I think you're awful. Let's put that fact on the table where we can both see it. Now you have been primed for the digestive ruination that's about to take place in the comprehensive soiling of the laundry enveloping your person. T.G. Oh my god, you type like a tool. A.T. Yeah, now you're getting it, what you are in for. Are you ready to be trolled within an inch of your miserable human cortex? TG, this is so weak, I'm almost getting tired of wasting good material on you guys. It's like, you've got nothing. It's always one of you sprouting up and ranting about how hard I'm about to get trolled, with no ensuing substance. You don't even know anything about us. One of you fuckers thought I was a girl. AT, okay, yeah, but the thing is that I don't care about your anatomical details and things like that. I know what you've done, or will do, actually. It's the most awful thing, the worst you can ever do. TG. Sorry I wouldn't cyber with you, dude, in the future or whatever. AT. What? Wait. Oh. Okay. You're the one who likes to submit innuendo. TG. Human innuendo. A.T. Yes, human innuendo. Sorry for the lack of clarity. T.G. 
So at one point in the future, am I supposed to look forward to you whipping up this titanic hankering for my knob? A.T. Uh. T.G. Be honest with me, because I'm busy. And I want to know exactly when I got to clear some space in my calendar for when some fuckwit blunders out of a magical phone booth and makes a ballad-inspiring play for my throbbing beef truncheon. A.T. Should I be perturbed by these illusions? T.G. No, man. Look, I just need to know when to be there. When the stars come into alignment and your flux capacitator lets you finally sate your meteoric greed for crotch dushound, I wouldn't want to miss it and cause a paradox or something. It'd suck if the universe blew up on account of you missing your window of opportunity to help yourself to a pupubescent boy's naked spam porpoise. A.T. Uh, okay, this is starting to upset me. T.G. Jesus, you are such a shitty troll. A.T. I guess I'll leave you alone and find another point in time to bother you when, I guess, you are more emotionally susceptible and don't have all these bees in your bonnet about your human sexuality. T.G. Oh, no. No, dude. You sassed me up. We are in the shit now, together, for the long haul. A.T. I... What? T.G. We're motherfucking entrenched in this bitch, you and me. Welcome to Nam. Now grab my hand and shimmy your soggy ass off that muddy bank before Charlie gets the fucking drop. A.T. Uh, who? Who's Charlie? T.G. He's the guy who's gonna read our vows. I'm feeling pretty matrimonial all of a sudden. Take a look down by your foot. See that little bottle? Stump that shit like it's on fire. Noisy ethnic dudes are flipping the fuck out and waving us around on chairs till someone gets hurt. I'm your 300-pound machinally freight train. And my gaping furnace is hungry for coal, so get goddamn shoveling. A.T. Oh my god. T.G. Bro, look in my eyes. That twinkle? That be devotion, you herniated pro-wrestler sweaty purple taint. Sparkling like a visit from your fairy fucking godmother. Shit be pure and true. That's what you see. A kaleidoscope supernova of all your hopes and dreams all swishing together. Radially effervescing arms of more little boy peckers than you can imagine. Turning out insane corkscrew haymakers of a billion dancing Vienna sausages strong. This is how we do this. This shit's more real than craft mayo. Adios Toriador, A.T., Block Turntech Godhead, T.G. You are now the Aimless Renegade. You have identified a couple of unwelcome rogues outside your present stronghold. They are in violation of your jurisdiction. Despite your ordinarily striking marksmanship, you have spent your entire ammo clip without recording a single kill shot. What will you do? A.R., realize that your weapon is magazine-fed, not clip-fed. You don't give a shit about that. Examine the wall behind you. The wall exhibits a row of ancient hieroglyphs depicting an array of amphibious and reptilian life forms. This is illegal pictography. It makes you angry. Go search for more ammo. There is plenty of ammunition stored in the various ammo crates which you have spent a great deal of time unearthing from nearby dunes and hauling back to your stronghold. You have a large variety of weaponry and ammunition at your disposal. Whether you can locate some more AK-47 rounds quickly enough is a different matter. 
quickly retrieve sidearms. You retrieve a pair of deadly sidearms, but you will need a longer-ranged weapon if you are to continue your enforcement. Find a rocket launcher. Here's one. Befriend the unwelcome rogues. You wonder if you should reconsider your grievances with the offenders. Perhaps you should let it slide? They seem friendly enough, and it's been so long since you've had company. It would also be quite a pity to blow up that tall, attractive female. But then again, they are both in flagrant violation, trespassing through several zones, which you painstakingly marked as off-limits while you conduct your investigation of the crime scene. It is your duty to investigate this illegal monument and get to the bottom of this illicit amphibious idolatry. Just thinking about all the sloppy footprints they are leaving in the sand makes your carpe steam. The law is all that's left to hold on to in this unforgiving dust bowl. You cannot afford to loosen your black claws grip lest justice slip through your fingers. Law is beauty. Order is peace. Judgment is the very basis for all that is pure and... Hold that thought. You need to take a moment to wear something ridiculous before you continue your spiel. Order in the court. You will have order in this courtroom. If everyone does not settle down, you will clear out this courtroom, you swear to God. Examine moving platform. It appears to be a large stage serving as some kind of elevator, but it can't go down because there is something jammed in it. Looks like a peculiar musical instrument, probably centuries old. But yeah, the jury agrees. You've got to blow up those trespassers. Jade, place present on monument. You put John's present down in just the right spot, along with a letter he prepared a little while ago after a particularly interesting set of dreams. Should be any minute now. You put down the time bait. It's out of your hands now. You guess you could swim. Maybe you can think of a better way across, though. PM, read the letter. This is kind of confusing. Dear Miss Mail Lady, go here. But you guess it's straightforward enough, even if the drawing is somewhat inaccurate. Oh no! AR, berate self for unauthorized demolition. Stupid, stupid, stupid. You had them right in your crosshairs. You have no idea how a crack shot like you could have missed. It is practically inconceivable. Be the law. You reload and take aim. That fair carpus, how it sparkles in the desert light. No, you cannot afford to be distracted by such thoughts. You are busy being the law. You are the law. Whoops! WV, wave about in a distracting manner. Oh, it's this guy again and his little blinking bee. So outrageous. The can ruse was a distraction. PM. Scamper quickly to the newly created hole. You have the cargo. Read the next step of the letter. Deliver here. Yay! At the bottom of the letter is a series of coordinates along with further instructions. You know what you must do. Liberty. Reason. Justice. Civility. Edification. Perfection. Sendificate. Mail. Years in the past. Today is your birthday. 
Your grandfather has decided to celebrate by introducing you to the thrill of the hunt. But suddenly, you and Beck are wandering off. Where is the silly dog taking you? You find a present. You open it to find a shirt that is way too big for you and... Pumpkin seeds? There was also a letter. Dear Jade, Happy birthday. It's hard to thank you enough for your friendship over the years. Heck, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't even have met Rose and Dave. So that is like three times the friendship. That is almost like too much friendship. Ha <laughs> ha. I only wish I could get you something for your birthday that could remotely make up for what you've given me. But of course, that's impossible. So here are a couple silly things anyway. I went to a weird Asian store the other day and saw this rad shirt. So I got it and I'm wearing it now. But there was a blue one too, which was way more awesome. And I wanted you to have it. I know you like green a lot, but maybe you'd like to try wearing blue sometimes. I bet you'd look like a million bucks. Also, I know you've been frustrated lately about how your pumpkins keep disappearing. Well, I can't begin to explain why that's happening. All I can do is give you these so you can plant some more. Don't give up, Jade. Wherever those dumb old pumpkins went off to, I'm sure you know the fun is in growing them and taking care of them until they're ready. Whew. Gotta head out to the post office now so this doesn't get to you too late. Talk to you soon. Ghosty Trickster, John. Who is this John claiming to be your friend? And those other friends he mentions. Whoever he is, you think he might be onto something. Blue is a very pretty color. Also, growing some pumpkins sounds like it could be fun. Maybe you'll ask Grandpa if you can use the atrium to do some gardening. This will be exciting. Whop! You bear the vicious brunt of this story transitioned directly to the face. You are getting really tired of this feisty man and his busy fists. Jack, kill John's dad yourself. Here, stick this in your pipe and bleed to death slowly. You release the prisoner. He is free to go. Jade, play guitar to summon giant lily pads. Dave, install beta. TG, all right, I'm installing this game finally. TT, we're doing this, man. TG, and yeah, that's the end you of could act almost three. say we're making um, this. TT, the act three review should be what coming out. What is it? We're making um, this. I might do it again for Trans- Friday since this is another short TT. episode, but it might Excellent. wait until let's uh, make this shit Monday. Take place. Monday at the very latest. Enter. Um, and and uh, let's see. I have a lot more stuff on my Redbubble store. I have the horns for each of the different uh, beta trolls who we're just starting to get introduced to now, which is very exciting. So my Redbubble is Jaxiax, uh, J A X. Y-A-C-K-S. Um, there's also, I think there's also a link to it on my main YouTube page. Um, and uh, just always let me know if there's something that you think could be better about the show. Um, I've been toying around with the idea of doing like mini reviews at the end of each episode instead of doing one big review. Um God, there's a lot I want to go back and fix about my earlier episodes, and it's really hard to not just waste time doing that. I really need to get new episodes out because this is a very, very long uh, series. But um, yeah, just let me know anything that I could do to improve it or if there's anything you like about it right now. Um, Just let me know.
thank you so much for listening. Um, please like, subscribe, share, um, become a, a patron and you'll get episodes early. Um, there's some other special things that you'll get and it's on my, uh, Patreon account, which is socially anxious dragon, all one word. And there should also be a link to that on my, um, on my main YouTube page. Uh, and my, uh, blog on Tumblr is, uh, Jax does Homestuck. So check that out. And yeah, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Andrew Hussey and Viz Media. I don't know if I'm going to keep thanking Viz Media because they're late to the game, but you know what I mean. And uh, I will see you either this Friday or next Monday for the next um, review episode.